to Always Strikes Last, an Age of Sigmar podcast with your hosts, Matt and Miles. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> and, and welcome to this Age of Sigmar podcast. Uh, always strikes last. That's, Hi guys. that's us. <laughs> we, we, we are. We are always striking last. Um, yep. Sadly. Uh, this, is, this is Miles and I am, I'm Matt. Yep. And, and I'm Miles. You're Matt. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Got that cleared up. Words. <laughs> words are hard. They are. Uh, words, are words are hard things. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we are excited because uh, we had a tournament this weekend and, and you're going to a tournament next weekend. Yep. 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 And uh, it just happened to be a good time to, uh, to talk about it um, or to like record some stuff. But, uh, you know, I think we're going to put together a little tournament tournament review maybe coming up not this episode next episode when we've had it all and we can reflect yes. what's going on this will be a part due of many many book the book of many 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 yes because <laughs> <laughs> we talked for too long and we had to break it up but that's okay um but matt you're going to this tournament this weekend uh and you're bringing this lanesh what are you thinking um, well, first off, uh, I got to give a shout out to all the guys at Dark Tower. Um, always amazing, always fun going up there. Um, so yeah, I'm no, really I love, glad I love their back. events. Yeah, they, they're all great people. Awesome peoples. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to bring this to Lanesh and I'm actually bringing kind of an iteration of the list that I talked about, um, on the last, last, uh, episode nice putting your money where your mouth is yeah the first part of many many book many many book many 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 um (laughs) and so i i kind of wanted um i kind of wanted to bring in a little bit more than just a uh a a a full speed force and think about holding back field objectives because i know that was something that like yeah i can do with um I can do with seekers, but uh, yeah. So at the the last tournament, I ran into Teclas, and uh, he told me that oh, no, yeah. you cannot just do that with uh, with one unit of five, and uh, and so I changed it up a bit. So I nice. actually dropped a Lord of Pain in um, to the list that I was talking about. Um, made him nice. a general, uh, gave him enrapturing circlet. Okay, nice. So that's good for holding people in. Um, and, for better, for worse. Yeah. And uh, I also gave him speed chasers so he can leave combat and still charge. Oh, nice. So uh, give him a little bit of a utility. And, um, and yeah, he's the general. So nice. And I haven't seen him on the tabletop yet. He's a tough little guy, isn't he? Yeah, five and up shrug on a four and up save. And if you're yeah. in combat with him, those five and ups turn into mortal wounds against you. Oh, nice. Took the contorted epitome with the lash of despair, which is mortal wound in the shooting phase on a thing within six inches. You know, get okay. that depravity buff. And instead of the normal order change, I just figured I'd try her out. Um, Lord, of, Lord of change. Or I'm sorry, uh, keeper of secrets. <laughs> it's been a long work week, dude. I get you. I'm I'm um, with you right there as well. <laughs> and so uh, I, I took Shalaxi against uh, uh, apparently the internet's better judgment. What do they know? Um, 
I, I don't think they know? know much, to be honest, because <laughs> she seems like a great uh, depravity-making machine. Nice. And if you guys remember the um, the last episode, my idea was, you know, let's keep them alive as much as possible and actually just start steamrolling depravity early on in the game so that uh, we I can get to those really, really nasty uh 12 depravity points early on and just summon another one and then boom now you've got two in your face even if one's degrade so like you know what's the best best thing to do with it go and find that ancillary character that's buffing something that only has five wounds and well and in in tournament you're gonna have auxiliaries right you're gonna have to like assassinate a hero or you know do something else like you know and she's uh, she's gonna be perfect for that um and I gave her the healing spell, but I keep on thinking about it. And the more and more I think about it, I think I want to give her the fly spell so that if the opportunity presents itself and I'm able to actually, you know, make myself fly, mm-hmm. then I can really get to the back and start just really tearing up characters. Nice. Um, again, I don't think in the context of uh, this tournament that will happen much. But yeah. But still, I mean, she's got a good movement. And you're you're able to hop over their lines. Um, can she retreat and still charge? Uh, no, because no, okay. and I, that I would gave be too that, much. Well, she could if I gave if it was a, a normal uh, keeper. I could have given her speed chaser. Gotcha, chaser. Um, mm-hmm. But I put it on the Lord of Pain, and I put it on here for the battle lines here. Okay, which I actually took some uh, twin souls because they're four and up save, five and up shrug. But if you make the uh, Lord of Pain the general, they mm-hmm. become battle line. So oh, every, everything else in the list is battle line. Oh, which that's is fun. Crucial, right? So, so yeah. So it's that's it. That's the list. And uh, it as all Slanesh uh, lists kind of feel. It feels really anemic uh, compared to yeah. you know almost anything else on the board. But um, you know, again, the whole list is built around let's let's capitalize on depravity and screw it. I try and get more stuff. Person. Yeah, I'm not really building for a an all takers or an all comers list. I'm building for let's build the list as I go as the game goes. Yeah, Putting which new- is a which is a cool different way to play, man. Yeah, I like it's it. Pretty fun. Um, and well, who, who's what's the what's the field look like? The field looks interesting. Um, we've obviously got Brendan coming up because mm-hmm. uh, Always Strikes Last got to represent. Nice. Um, we have Adam Thompson, um, who admittedly okay. is I'm he playing sorry, Fire Slayers? If I remember right, he plays Fire Slayers. I don't know if he moved on or not. Okay, um, but it has that's a good a question. A it's been it's been a while. Yeah, and we only have one person that that is actually uh, well, two people that have given up their have given up their secrets i see um, so we're uh, we're really guessing what the field's gonna be well, so we guessing. have a known fire slayer player yeah though we don't know what he's doing now uh which will be interesting like i don't know how but i've always missed playing fire slayers i've never had a game against fire slayers so that will be interesting um oh man that is uh lucky avoid playing um Dirk Co is going to be there, who is this excellent, excellent um, Nighthaunt player. Unless Nighthaunt. Um, he's yeah. really good. Uh, he I was ex- still playing him uh, last year. Yeah. So I, ex- I expect that's to, something. 
I expect to see that new um, Lady O Battalion. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Green. Um, I actually can't remember what he plays either. I couldn't tell you. That's a good um, uh, another another Dark Tower player. So yeah. so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Justin Moat. Um, okay. And he played his cards, or he laid his cards on the table, and he's bringing Lumineth. So okay. Um, I got one confirmed. I'm expecting expecting a Teclas, and if Teclas is not on the table, I will be pleasantly surprised. Nice. Um, Then we got Michael Cox, um, which a lot of you guys know, Um, and he's bringing his new Cities of Sigmar list, which I'm super stoked to see. I saw him post some pictures of that, and they look they look great. He's doing like kind of the the ghost city, yeah, and that kind of. The yeah. um, what do they call them? The statue cast Eternals or something? I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna do it. Stone right. cast. Stone, Stone cast. cast. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you you got there. Some. some it's a, um, It's. Did we talk about that? It's a lot. Been a long work week. <laughs> yeah, I I think so. I think it happened. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see him. Uh, really excited. Really excited to just uh, hopefully get a game in against him. Uh, nice. I always I always miss him uh, on our. Oh man, he and I played uh, first round last time I was up there, and it was just an awesome game. He had his Slanesh at the time, but obviously very different book. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was just a, that was a super fun match, and um, and that'll lead into uh, Peter, who uh, both of us actually <laughs> got to go up against last time. Uh, yeah, probably uh, still uh, Beast Beast Claw Raiders. If he is, I am. I am very interested in seeing Ogre. how Slanesh has, will match up to them. There you go. Um, and not to be left out, uh, Philip uh, Richards, who oh, is nice. on our team as well, because apparently we've amassed a team. A nice. We're, this we're, is it. We're, we're super, coming for you. We, uh, we whoever's in first place. We we made it. <laughs> we made it to the big times. We've we've got we've got a team. They're gonna make a scrappy underdogs movie about us. Yeah, the the mighty doofs. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's hopefully he's gonna bring his Nurgleist. Um, I uh, my last game at the last tournament was against him. I don't mm-hmm. know if I don't think you got matched with him. Right? Nope, I missed him. I've definitely played his. Uh, I've played. No, I think I've just played Nurgle Slaves to Darkness against him. Yeah, and. So um, he's he's doing the same thing, but he's got a really, really, um, really concrete list built out of it. And he, every time I go up against him with that book, I'm very surprised at what he can do mm-hmm. with how old a lot of the uh, the Nurgle stuff is. Um, and yeah, he capitalizes I'm, on all of that. Also, it helps that he just is amazing at rolling threes on D threes and sixes when he needs them. <laughs> um, that doesn't hurt. I, I'm always amazed. Uh, you know, I, I've been playing Slaves to Darkness for a while, and I think he absolutely outplays me uh, with them. And he just he finds yeah. the way to make them work uh, in a way that seems compelling, at least when I'm trying to fight them. Uh, that I never I never see that light when I when I have them on my team. Uh, <laughs> well, well, now, now they're on your team, so you get to see the. Light. I'm I'm really interested to see. Um, how everybody's going to do not only on our team, but um, I want to see, I want to see if anybody can dethrone Peter. Cause I think he won the last one. He did that son of a yeah. bitch. 
I remember I lost to him in the finals. Not, I mean, you know, <coughs> quick, quick brag. Uh, but okay. no, he, I only lost to him in the second round. So. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, uh, yeah, I, that'll be great. All right. Cause they have that trophy system where you have the trophy on the wall until someone else takes it. Yeah. He, so he had that sucker for a whole year. I know. That's probably the longest anyone's had it. I mean, I don't know. Hannah had it for a while. That's true. I, yeah. Um, well, anyway, that sounds like a great, uh, great lineup. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, uh, give you a little bit of guff. Finish your you, – you got to finish your uh, your Giants so we can yeah. store them in. Um, I'm working on some Giants, hoping to get some games in soon. And uh, we'll, uh, you know, have a, have a breakdown how they do. I think they're a pretty exciting faction. I think uh, – I don't know. I think there are people are sleeping on them, but they, they oh, look super yeah. fun. Yeah, they're definitely a sleeper army. They're another wrench um, and, in the works. No, and, and just the kit itself is so much fun. Like I like it's a bummer that the legs only really have one pose. <laughs> Absolute bummer. Yeah, but, I can't believe uh, the booty I've, chaps are uh, are stuck to the yeah. legs. Um, but I've I've you know I've gotten a few different uh, different walking poses. They're all right leg first, but you know what are you gonna do? Um, but the for the rest of it the the like the just chaotic sensibility of this kit is fantastic right there's like four or five giant crazy um like uh giant weapons you know that like tree trunks with uh tombstones coming out of them yeah. tree trunks with axes and swords there's a uh, a big piece of masonry on a chain there's like a weird chaos uh sharpened stick i don't know but then, like all the other doodads, there's like a, there's a whole cow. There's a I know. goat. I want that. I want that model just for the cow and the goat. I'll get. I'll honest. get you the cow and the goat. I got plenty of extra cows and goats. So uh, the, the real question is, oh sorry, there's a ahead. cage. I'm sorry. There's a two part cage that you can put a guy in. <laughs> right. There's hands picking people up. There's like each each giant comes with its own Johan. The guy running away. So I now have a whole a whole squad of them. Which which we we got to figure something out. Like, yeah, I mean, you, they, if you need another if you need another giant, what you should really have is just build a giant rock and just have all the Johans running on it. Just right. oh. <laughs> oh, no, no, you can't see the giant. They're just they're running away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they trample people underfoot because they're trying to run away from the uh, from the giants incoming. That would be amazing. Um, but yeah, so hopefully I'll have, uh, have some games under my belt and we can, uh, talk about them in more detail, uh, next episode. Yeah, that'll be great. And, uh, uh, we can, good. uh, we can get through the, those two tournaments. Um, we have a little breakdown, talk about what it's like to be, to be back at some events. I think it's going to be, uh, I'm ex- I mean, it's been so nice to have a little bit of normality coming back. Yeah, it's um it's almost anxiety inducing with how uh with how normal it is. Um, yeah, and we've absolutely. been so used it's it's amazing how adaptable humans are because um you know we've we've all gotten used to a uh an abnormal living situation ac- yeah. across the board. And so um you know, it feels like uh at least from the from the invitational, uh it feels like 
you know, people are all just a little bit happier. Uh, yeah. Now that absolutely. everything's I mean, coming together, as well yeah. as being like super awkward. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, it's very funny. Uh, people not le- and and rightfully so, you know, being very cautious of other people's boundaries and uh, you know, uh, you know, being socially awkward because I mean, let's let's face it, we've all had more isolation than not yeah. for for over a year and uh, uh we're all coming out of the woods people have weird haircuts now oh like, yeah no, <laughs> nobody, apparently apparently half of them didn't recognize me which was hilarious yeah that's awesome um but yeah, I, mean, I, guess, I don't know especially coming from the east coast where uh you know personal boundaries aren't as much of a thing as they are on the west coast um, yeah <laughs> it was definitely definitely funny to be like oh, oh i gotta we gotta stay out of the gotta stay on this side of the yeah. At the table. <laughs> no punching somebody. Nope. <laughs> well, that sounds good. And uh, I'm excited uh, for you for this weekend. You know, good luck out there. Appreciate That's it. That's going to be awesome. I'm going to try uh, and get actual rest so I don't show up looking like I did all the drugs that my models are supposed to do. Nice. That's. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good night's sleep. Get up, have some OJ. Right? Or what? I don't know. What do people do? I don't know. OJ for I think it's mushrooms, right? So that'd be. On, on, I gotta <laughs> get. I gotta get fully into the theme here, <laughs> and uh, show up, and you know, maybe. Oh a, man. Maybe a bikini. Yeah. <laughs> bikini for the entire uh, tournament. You know who has? Um, uh, my friend Jack from uh, from Boston um, has a pretty good Slanesh. Uh, outfit from adepticon a couple years ago nice yeah uh it's pretty good <laughs> I'll, I'll we'll send you a picture uh so you can have a good laugh at it <laughs> it was it was good i will definitely appreciate <laughs> that yeah um well sounds good uh so with that why don't we uh hand it off to ourselves in the past hello past selves hello we are from the future don't, don't eat that sandwich and don't <laughs> Two books are enough. Yeah. <laughs> Past selves, listen to us uh. from the future. Um, yeah. So, and yeah, we should have this out hopefully before the month ends. Nice. And then immediately we'll be coming right back at you guys with um, probably probably an overexcited um, Miles, and because he's. I, I have to break built this a new down. army. He yeah. built an entire army in like a day. Um, and it was it's insane. He's two like, days. No, no, no. It was <laughs> like because I know I know we're all working. So if we put the hours together, that was really it was just like nope. We just did this in a day. Um, <laughs> so the the process uh, or the uh, the well, construction it's so easy. Has been awesome. Yeah, it's so easy when it's just. I mean, it literally uh, six models. It's like I built a squad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. These were no more complicated than building, uh, well, maybe not like vanilla space Marines or like, or something like that, or like your vanilla infantry, but something a little more elite and complicated, but, but not, you know, I'm sure your twin souls guys oh, are probably yeah. about as, uh, obnoxious as these guys have put together. The twin souls were actually weren't that bad. It was the archers that I almost thought I was going to have a seizure over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, Oh, Oh boy. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, we'll get in uh, next month with some 
some breakdowns on some games with some giants, some tournament and, stuff from both Miles and I. And yeah, uh, and, and we'll see what's uh, you know. I'm sure there's gonna be AOS three stuff coming out. I know and uh, then, to nerd out about. And we'll we'll see where the uh, where the vampire counts uh, hate discussion is with the death forums and oh, nice. how everybody else loves them. Uh, and yeah, uh, the future is bright. It's so. gonna be great. Cool. So listen to us. Uh, nice. <laughs> uh, moving along, I we got sort of two books to talk about in kind of in 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 congruence whatever yeah. words um yeah which is uh broken realms techless and lumineth 2.0 um so broken realms techless uh right is the campaign supplement that came out which and, by the way beautiful binding as a graphic designer i love yeah. what they're doing the, with the broken realms. you know say what you want about gw the books that they put out are so gorgeous they like dude, every single one of them dream job dream job just go in like make like the game could turn to shit i would still find the books awesome i just want to be the guy who has to do production and indesign files for them and anybody <laughs> who knows anything about indesign knows how boring that shit is yeah so. <laughs> um all right so uh so techless broken realms techless had an update for a couple different armies um, we're going to gloss over a couple of them. I think there was a, there was a, uh, board scroll battalion for OBR and for, um, flesh eater courts. Those are both not very interesting. So we're, that's yeah. all we're going to say about them. Womp, um, womp. The, the, the start collecting the, is awesome for the OBR. The start, the start collecting is actually cool for both of them. Uh, yeah. actually, um, uh, a majority of the book is taken up by the new Lumineth War Scrolls, which we're going to talk about as part of Lumineth. And sort of the other piece of the book is a new city for Cities of Sigmar. Which it's is pretty cool. amazing and very interesting. I'm looking forward yeah, to trying I, I really like this kind of trend of bringing out new Cities of Sigmar cities that we haven't heard of yet and giving them their own thing and giving them their own little tie-in. Um, yes. Yeah, so oh, sorry. Uh, go ahead. No, no, no. It, it just it's a really fun way to uh expand upon your collections and it's city of the sigmar is such a weird soup army mm-hmm. to begin with um that it's just super fun to uh that they can kind of throw these out and they're probably not going to be the best thing ever but um they uh they just give you more options to, on how you want to play with your models and and character, I think one of the biggest things oh, yeah. that I love about this game, and I was just having the, the you know a, a, a forum warrior discussion with some Uh-oh. people about the third edition, blah blah blah, blah and all those rumors. Yeah. Um, one of the things that uh, AOS does so well is just add thematic layers to the way that you play, and the way that mm-hmm. you play feels like the way you should play. And um, I think. Uh, this one specifically and uh, a couple of the other uh, ones that we've seen so far where it's additional uh, cities of Sigmar rules, just they're so, they're so well, they're so they nice. Are, they are, they, they are super fun. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is uh settler's gain. It's the city of learning. It's in the, it's in Hish. Um, and let's see, they come with their own war scroll battalion, which is mm-hmm. uh, the one from the box set. Which, about that admittedly i don't know if i would 
ever use. Yeah, I don't know about it either. It's it's kind of fun. Uh, it's a battle mage, a luminarch, and a celestial hurricane with battle mage. So it's it's essentially a dual. It's 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 a dual uh, luminarch slash hurricaneum kit. Yeah, right. It's two of those in one box because they didn't they weren't selling enough of those. Um, I want to get one just for one of just to get a hurricaneum because those things are dope. Um, oh, the conversion abilities. Yeah. Gain. Um, and basically what you get for this is when you use the searing beam, which is the laser beam from the Luminac, the Luminarch, um, you can, uh, get plus one. Uh, yeah. You, oh, you see, so you can reroll the roll, uh, to determine if they take D3 mortal wounds. Yeah. Um, so it makes the beam much more reliable, which is cool. And then um, it has a, uh, a shrug that it gives to the units around it, and it gives you plus one to the shrug. So that's pretty cool. I mean, again, uh, I wasn't taking both of these. I certainly don't know if I would take them in a Settler's Gain army necessarily, but uh, it's pretty cool. It is The army is geared for um, Collegiate Arcanum, yeah. Collegiate Arcane, which both of these units notably are. Um so the city is uh, – the big thing is you, well, you get an extra artifact. That's pretty cool um, And for any of your heroes. Uh, for any of your Cities of Sigmar heroes, yes. you know, it's got to be a free guild or, or a collegiate arcane wizard. Um, and uh, the collegiate arcane wizards also get plus one to cast. That's pretty cool. Um, and then much like uh, a lot of other Cities of Sigmar, these guys are super friendly with the nearby Lumineth that live in the area. And so one in every four uh, units can be a Lumineth Realm Lord, uh, in addition to one in every unit can be a Stormcast Eternal. So that's kind of a fun way. If you have a couple different of these armies, you can sort of play them together. Yeah, um, you, you can get some wacky little things. Little, yeah. little flying fox in there. You could, absolutely. Um, the, the fun command ability is you can use your Lumineth Realm Lord as a, a, like an inspiring presence bubble. So if you have a Lumineth Realm Lord hero for one CP, you don't take Battleshock for free guild or collegiate arcane uh, units that are holy within 18. Which so is... Can, oh, sorry, go ahead. Um, so, which is just kind of fun. Uh, you can, they can really sort of hold the line. And, and um, I don't know if there's any actual... Um, uh, what are they called? The... Uh, the collegiate arcane. I don't know if there's any models that actually can would, take. Would yeah, no, I don't think there are. But yeah. uh, maybe we'll see some. I don't know. Yeah, I think collegiate arcane is battle mage, yeah. uh, celestial hurricaneum, luminarch. Those are yeah. the three. Uh, I don't think there's anything else. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got some command traits. They all seem fine. There's one that lets your general fly. So that's kind of funny. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure Fine someone else will think of something. Yeah, yeah, right. You could put it on whatever you want. Um, yeah. yeah, the flying luminarch. That'd be hilarious. Uh, um, there's one there you can get an extra command point on a four up. That's always good. And remember, this is Cities of Sigmar, so you'll have your adjutant. 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 There we go. Uh, who could also get you an extra command point. So there's there's some command point shenanigans that could be had. Um, I didn't find any of their, uh, artifacts of power to be anything that like jump really jumped out at me. Um, but, uh, I did notice that they were only for 
collegiate arcane heroes only, so they're not letting you uh, double dip with like getting bringing in those Lumineth heroes and then giving them these dope artifacts that are you know geared towards uh, mere mere human mortals. Like, well, uh, let's be honest, they don't they don't need them. That's <laughs> they true. really that's don't all, need that's, them. That's fair. Plus, they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't take those humans things. <laughs> Those those pointier jerks. That's fair. Uh, one of them's not bad. It's a four up get back up stone. That's yeah, kind of fun. yeah. That one again on Luminarch. Imagine yep. a flying regenerating Luminarch. Uh, you can give a guy plus two attacks to one of their melee weapons, right? That would. I mean, that would be cool on a on a on a. What God? I'm a sure. Griffin. Yeah, or like uh, a Lumineth. Uh, you know, like one of the new Swordmaster. Uh, like oh, the, the sword banner dude yeah or like one of those guys um but it would not be good on a on a wizard so i don't know why we're taking that um the other kind of unfortunate thing on this is uh the spell lore is kind of exciting and but uh you only get a spell if you are a collegiate arcane wizard so all of those lumineth uh, units that are also wizards don't get to take the extra free spell um, now it should, it should be noted. They all know power of Hish. They can still keep doing that. That's really good. You yeah. know, um, they can Arguably all do arcane, right? I, they can all do arcane bolt and, uh, and the other one, mystic shield. Um, one that I thought was pretty good. Illuminate, uh, on a, on a six, yeah. uh, pick an enemy unit within 12 and, uh, everybody gets plus one to hit. Uh, for with missile weapons against that unit, so it's kind of a you know kind of like lambent light as we were talking about uh, earlier. Um, with there they get rerolls. Uh, not I don't think it's quite as good as rerolls. I think I think a full reroll is better than plus one to hit in most cases. I think it depends on the army. Um, yeah. Not to backtrack, but the the uh, fanes change instead of rerolls. It's now plus one to hit, and because mm-hmm. you can. I guess it depends on the army. If you have access to re-rolling to hit outside of yeah. command points, then it's like plus one to hit is, I think for me, uh, always going to be better. Okay. Um, but that's, so that's just basically me. only if you can get the other thing elsewhere. Yeah. Only if you have access <laughs> to it from some other form. So um, if you don't, then. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the other one that's actually kind of cool on the spell lore is Drain Magic, uh, which kind of is a counter synergy with the Lumineth, but it is um, uh, it, for, uh, wizards within 12 inches of the, of, of the caster of the spell are minus two to cast Dispel and Unbind. Yeah. Um, the, oh, so if you got your like battle mage on Griffin and he's up in the front and you want to debuff all their wizards... Uh, he could he could have that spell to kind of like uh, you know this would uh, very quickly get in Croak's way. You yeah. know, I mean Croak would make it hard for you to cast it in the first place, but if you got it off, um, you know he wouldn't love it. It's it's interesting that these only seem to be kind of tailor built for that one specific model too, because they're all twelve inches. So like all the spells. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that was um, the 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 strangest part of that that rule set that came out to me. Other than the you know uh, uh, lack of battle shock needed for wizards. So. Yeah, 
I mean, it's uh, it's really good for free guild, right? You know, stopping battle shock on your, oh, yeah. you know, six uh, six bravery humans is really really dope. So, the second I thought you were going to say six hundred handgunners, and I was like, yes. I mean, hey, uh, we do that too. Um, and then so then the other part of the book, right, is the much awaited Lumineth two point um, and they got, a, I mean, just an absolute ton of stuff in this book. Um, yeah. I, I actually went out and bought both books just because, oh, yeah? um, you know, design that's, that's the reason I was like, yeah. I'll look at the design. Yeah. Um, so, uh, notably, uh, they got the hurricanes. I, I think it's, I think it's pronounced hurricane. I wanted so Hurricane. Bad. Yeah. Or who rockin'. Who rockin'? Who rockin'? Uh, I think it's probably Hurricane, like Hurricane, but uh, uh, Hurricane is pretty good. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go with that. Just... Yeah. So this is the Temple of Wind, right? We saw the Temple of the Mountain uh, with the original release with the the, the cow uh, dudes and um, and the big spirits of the mountains and Avalonor. Um, and they got their stone, their wizard on top of a on top of a waterfall, on top of a pedestal is floating in the air. Yeah, which yeah. is, a, you know, a, that model was so much easier to put together than I thought it would be. It, yeah, it looks like an absolute nightmare, but it, it probably is uh, not, like... not, not actually that bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, it's a it's a new sub-faction, and they've, not, not even a sub-faction, a sort of sub-cult, if you will, a, a, a sub-synergy. Yeah, that sort they of have. like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go for it. Think of it like, uh, like, you know, Gloom Spike gets or Beast of Chaos. Um, they have like individual little paths that you can build uh, armies to, um, and you can build them with buffs. Um, these guys follow the same vein as those style of books, where um, if you have Hurukan uh, <laughs> as your as your I don't know whatever it's called your your temple, um, right. then they well, become they- battle line and. Uh, you get these. Well, this is, yeah, this is actually, no, this is uh, different, right? Because that's, that's might be for beasts. Oh, I'm um, thinking the, um, what is it? The, sorry, go ahead. No, no. Um, so these are like, uh, they're in addition to the proper sub factions, like the great nations. I was thinking Helen. Yes. Yes. No, this is more like an internal synergy, like the way that, like, uh, in Beasts of Chaos, the, the Minotaur Lord. No, I was thinking like the Minotaur Lord has a buff for Bulgors. Yep. And right. And we're like Brayherd Shamans can give an extra three movement. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you are a Huraken, Huraken, um, and you make a charge, um, you or uh, if uh, if you are a Hurak, Huraken, Huraken. When you make a pile and move, it does not have to be. Uh, you do not have to end closest to the nearest enemy model. So that's kind of cool. They mm-hmm. get, they can, they can move around in the pile in phase uh, pretty fluidly. And then if you charged with that model this turn, um, you also get an extra three inches for your pile in. Which we've already talked about how much I love this. Yeah. Um, one, one thing to note though, which is kind of interesting is you cannot pull that specific trick that you like to pull. Because you only get the extra three inches if you actually charged. Well, I mean, I mean, I like, I like just the six inch pile in. Just no, in no, general. sure, absolutely. I, the extra uh, room. 
the the great thing is not having to finish near uh yeah so you can really you can hop over the unit you know get to the other side you could you know you can get to that um character in the back and uh who are the people that really get this there's um severith and his unnamed version this is the fox guy with the tornado Mm -hmm. um there are the kangaroo archers which i think are called wind chargers and the wind mage and these 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 are the only models that are part of the that are part of the temple for now it's more than enough for me it's amazing it's good job Um, they got some artifacts and command traits if you decided to make a wind mage your your general or needed an artifact i'm not going to go through them because we don't need to um yeah, they got a, they got a new spell lore so that's pretty cool um the spell lore of the wind um only hurricane 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 uh, wizards uh wizards can cast this uh or techless techless knows all the spells so if you're counting at home techless now has access to 20 spells what a jerk in addition to uh the, the two standard ones that everyone has. Um, <laughs> uh, some ones that jumped out at me, they get a teleport spell now. That's uh, a big one. Transporting Vortex, uh, casting on eight, which is pretty steep because a lot of them don't actually have uh, pluses to cast. Uh, not that Teclas would give a shit, but, you know, anybody else would, would, would actually have to roll pretty well for it. Um, wholly within 12 of the caster, invisible to them, and then it's, you know, you set it up wherever the hell you want on the, on the you know, nine inches away. That's uh, pretty standard. The other spells I liked, there's one um, Guiding Flurries, which is a, a buff for uh, missile weapons. Mm-hmm. Cast on a seven, uh, wholly within 12, you pick a unit. Um, and you either loft the missiles or you direct the missiles. Yeah. Um, if you loft them, you get an extra six inches of range, which is pretty dirty for those, uh, you know, ignore line of sight already 30 inches uh, Venari uh, archers. Yeah. Um, or you can direct them and give them plus one to hit, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, I don't think it totally combos that well with the um, Venari archers because they're just fishing for fives and sixes. And they don't really care what they hit on. Um, yeah. But you could do some additional, like, you know, it'll definitely, you'll do additional damage, right? It's, I, I, I'm, I, I'm right there with you on, yeah. on, on that determination. Um, what was the other, I, had, I wrote down another spell. The, uh, oh, um, Howling there's Gale. another one. Howling Gale, yeah, that's exactly the one I was going to talk about. Um, which is cast on a seven, pick an enemy unit within 12. And uh, that unit cannot use or benefit from command abilities until your next hero phase. So, so good. If if Teclas uh, causing all command abilities to count cost double wasn't bad enough, you can be like, you, no, we're not doing yeah. that. Um, and that's really cool. And that's like, I like that because um, it's some of the thing, like it's one thing that makes Teclas uh, really hard not to take because it's such a good effect. And, you know, costing two for everything is really, really strong. But a lot of times you get a lot of that same utility from just blocking one key. Like, making all command abilities cost two is gross. But the thing you really wanted was that one command. Like, you don't want Feeding Frenzy to go off yeah. from your, your Flesh Eater courts. You, don't want the, you want to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, and this or is like... The, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. That, that, go for it. 
the the it, it this same thing with like the um, the keeper of secrets. You know, like you want to stop that pilot again, yeah. um, or 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 getting off really really any any of those uh, was it reroll charges from uh, chaos knights or chaos yeah. lords and stuff like that. You can shut down a hand of darkness. Yeah. Kind of things like right away. And it is, uh, it is pretty close range, right? It's 12 inches from the thing you're trying to stop. Um, but you know, again, a lot of these things are fast and we're going to talk about, uh, like the, this is from the wind mage anyway, or it's yeah. from techless, right? And the wind mage is super fast. So, uh, getting him in range to do one of these spells, like he's a danger close wizard anyway. Yeah. Um, let's uh moving on they got the new shrine right they got their their terrain piece um which is a cool like little uh very i mean very dragon ball z little floating island dude this whole army just screams paint me in um in cell shading tones yeah (laughs) just this whole army like absolutely um so it's this cute little island with waterfalls coming down it's floating in the sky um, you can garrison exactly one hero that's not a monster um, who becomes the shrine's guardian. Um, once per turn, you can reroll one cast, dispel, or unbind roll for a Lumineth Realm Lord's hero that's within 12 uh, or 24 um, on later turns. And once per turn, you can use a command ability from the shrine guardian uh, without spending a command point. Um, that could be pretty good. Lumineth don't seem to have that many, like really amazing command abilities. Um, yeah, I can't really, because they're based so much in casting. It's like, yeah, but I don't you really know, know which one, uh, free command abilities are, you know, so it's really only as good as the combo you come up with. Yeah. Um, and remember like this thing doesn't move. So, um, you know, whoever's like the range on this ability is pretty, pretty tied to where it is, but you could stick it with your archers. They could ignore battle shock or whatever without, you know, without having to. Uh, yeah, I could see that for it. holding down the fort for for. Uh, yeah, for for the whole back end of a field, like stick it in the middle of two separate sides, right? Yeah, um, they got uh, two two new great nations. So these are two uh, full on sub factions. Um, there is Illumina. Um, they like shiny silver medals. Actually, no, they're, they're, they look like they're red and gold. Um, I was making an aluminum joke. Uh, aluminum. Yes. Uh, at the beginning of the game before the first battle round, uh, it looks like three of their infantry units, uh, can make a normal move, but cannot run. So that's kind of interesting for an army that's super slow to get them an extra six inches up the board, especially they can stay in shining, shining company. Um, you, know, you get your that's that's kind of a kind of interesting um and then their command ability which i thought was pretty interesting is um uh unit can run in charge basically i yeah i'm, I'm i don't know about this one no i i think it's it's trying to do it it's trying to give movement buffs to the wrong stuff yeah it's just trying to make pointy sticks go fast yeah. Pointy sticks um, want to stay together. Right. And especially um, if you're in Shining Company, you can't run anyway. So, but uh, I could see that where, like, there's some there's some definitely utility there where, like, you were in Shining Company in the at the beginning of the movement phase. At that moment, 
can you you can't run out of shining company right if you start in shining company you are stuck there you can move out of it but then you can't anyway shining yeah, company's weird it seems like so it seems like this was built to kind of like help all the people like me who who got the boxes and like sat on them and were like this is the slowest army ever yeah um and as much as i love cavalry that's a lot of horses to buy yeah um but i mean this is kind of cool i mean you can get those you can get those spears across the table and when those spears really when they do hit like they do do a lot of damage so yeah uh they can they can do uh pretty good there um what else the the command trait didn't that was whatever the artifact i didn't bother i mean you can teleport with the artifact oh yeah okay that's not bad and three inches away so that's pretty good but it's with oh, just with 12 the, inches <laughs> they're like we're just going to be a little bit faster it's a we're short not going to be that fast it's a short range teleport for a hero uh it's, it's literally a hop skip and a yeah yeah um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the other one uh which is helen helon yeah this is this, this is the one this is the one. This is the uh, you one. get plus one to the attacks characteristic of missile weapons if you're within three inches of an enemy unit. So uh, this is like the the KO Thunderers where like they're pissed about having to fight you, so they shoot extra hard. Yep, and it turns those guys into absolute monsters. Um, oh yeah, the wind I mean, chargers. If, oh, the wind chargers, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of the the infantry archers and was like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, so Helon Helon turns Helon basically gave me a, a a a mental break trying to figure out whether or not I was going to use Helen or Alareth. Okay. Um, because cows, man, cows. Yeah. But the 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 missile in combat is actually better than the shooting missile for the wind chargers. And it's Yeah really amazing it, it turns them from like okay well eh, to oh two attacks each yeah. at this profile okay nice um and then their command ability was pretty cool oh did i write this uh so you use it at the end oh, of the yeah. combat phase yeah, yeah so you can retreat so you have to have uh, a unit and a hero within 12 inches wholly within 12 um, and then the unit can retreat at the end of the combat phase, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah, um, that leaping out of combat thing, so that they can't get um, they can't get stuck in, just in case of you know, like you for some reason think you're going to win priority for the next yeah. turn, or you know that you have the next turn, right? Um, right. I think yeah, it, it's good. a little counterproductive if you're if you are trying to keep your archers in combat to get the extra shot. It's it's but, kind of well. I mean, but I there's guess, lots of uses for it, and I think you know keeping your archers in combat for an extra shot is not always the right idea. Well, and the other thing it can do too is um, make that move on to an objective that's not guarded. That's true. Yeah, um, especially if they are uh, a flyer with a with a really good movement. Yeah, which is all of these guys. <laughs> yeah, um, um, the oh, command the trait was, was fine. Uh, you can reroll a run, a charge, and a casting roll for the general once per game. And the artifact of power, I got bored and stopped reading. Uh, uh, yeah, once it's per just battle, once they're per minus battle. one to hit and wound. 
They say once per battle, and I immediately just check out. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, I'm sure it's fine, but we, I just don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it'll come up, and I will eventually learn it. I just feel like I feel like you start with the always-on abilities, and then you learn the once per battles. Yeah, because to, you didn't use them. Yeah. Uh, one they got, time. from what I could tell, three new battalions, which is pretty cool. Yep. Um, there's one for the Huracan. 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 Um, uh, and basically if you're wholly within 12 of the hero, um, you count as having charged, which means that you get that extra three inch pile in that we were talking about earlier. So this is, it's one Severith or a Hurricane, uh, spirit, um, one wind mage and one to three units of wind chargers. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of, that's kind of cool. Especially if you wanted to go all in on that temple anyway. And it's this kind is, of all the stuff you wanted to take. This is where I was excited in the first spot, being like, no, 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 no I can do it. I can do this thing. See, yeah. I can do it. See this thing that I can do? Uh, and what's dope is there are two, like like a lot of battalions that are like this, uh, They there's only one hero in them. And so you're like constantly having two or three units that have to keep up with or have to like be wary of their one, I don't know, necromancer or whoever it was. Yeah. That has to be with the unit, but this has two and they're both pretty fast. And so if one of them dies, you're not like just losing the whole uh, battalion ability. Yeah. And um, it's, it's just a well-rounded one too. It's a good base for, if you wanted to start, um, you could, you could literally throw, if you were going to be insane and just, you know, play only, um, then you could just get like three of these battalions, fill them out and call it a day. And yeah, no, you could. It's a um, little bit of a bummer because it's not super um, like you have to take two or three of them. Yeah. Right. It's not a it's not one of those uh, battalions that you can just keep stuffing units into for some reason. Which I'm fine with, like um, the the ability, uh, the ability to, to do this with the stack of not having to land um, closer. Means, yeah. I mean, you can you can bounce around and control the tempo of the game if you you can if you really want to and then add to that like the just the incredible movement of the fox like there's yeah. just so much you can do with it i do worry i mean we'll we'll talk about the wind charges when we get there i do worry that an army that was that dipped too hard into here would have a trouble actually outputting damage oh yeah of course but it, i mean sometimes that's okay though i mean hey the, that's the thing I think uh, I think it would be the a scalpel with rockets duct taped to it. That that would be the best <laughs> the best analogy. Um, the next battalion is the Star Shard Battery, uh, which is a Caligrave, which is a, one of the new heroes, and three to five ballistas. Uh, this is if they, you know, they're they're ballistas. I don't think we have to talk about them more than they're ballistas. Uh, yeah. They have a six up shrug. Um, or, and uh, but now it's a five up shrug, um, and they they get one extra attack, and they get an extra bolts. attack if they did not if they did not move, um, and you know they're ballistas. I don't, yeah, uh, yes, <laughs> that's all I the, got. The Caligrave is interesting, and when we get to him, he is really um, cool, actually. Yeah, there's a lot of really um, interesting utility for him. Then there's a Blade Lord host, which is two to three units of the Blade Lords, and then pretty much it looks like pretty wide open any of the heroes, uh, yeah. any of the foot heroes at the very least. Um, which I that don't is cool. know. I don't know what I think about the. Um, it's so it's reroll ones to hit for melee weapons, 
uh, if you are on the charge. But uh, one of the things that's kind of cool about the Blade Lords is they always hit with their fancy attack. Well, so. But this is this is more. It's, for when it's not on the charge. It's if they've been charged. Oh, so, okay. So what it does is, um, you know, it gives you it gives you a surefire way of really making sure that. that all of those uh, all of those harder hitting attacks will you know hopefully get through and do some damage. Yeah. Because uh, I I don't know. Uh, every time I read through this book, I think none. None of the things that aren't spear dudes want to be charged. So, yeah, that's a good point. No, certainly like stone, uh, with, with my battle earlier, like yeah, no one, no one wants to get charged. Stone guard don't even want to get charged, but they can take it. Um, yeah. They still want to be the ones charging. Um, we're gonna go through. They got. I mean, there's so much new, so many new war scrolls that like there's more than Slanesh even got. Yeah. Uh, in terms of new war scrolls, so we're gonna we're gonna jump through these things. Uh, they got two new mounted heroes, which we're not even gonna talk about that much. They seem cool. Uh, the there's a named one that has to be Yametrica, and then there's a not named one. I bet it's a dual kit, but it might not be. It I is. I don't remember. It is. Um, the one thing that I saw that the at least the not named one could do, um, it looked like was you can do the greater power of Hish, uh, which is you pick other units near you to get that five up yeah. um, so that they can then cast something else potentially. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, and, and obviously the name character has it. Um, but I do want to, I do want to point out on the name character. Sure. The um, uh, Lyrior Urthale. Yes. Cause elves. Jerks can't, even, jerks can't even like con- come down from their condescension to have like, um the the cool thing about him is he he has another ability that kind of makes him like he makes techless less valuable um okay. if techless is not in the arm he doesn't make techless less valuable he makes the army without techless more valuable okay. um if he's if techless isn't in the army um on a two plus you get a command point in your hero phase. That's pretty cool. That's I mean, really yeah, that's, nice. That's like super it. fun. I like it. And he Again, does look like he has way more him. he has way more attacks than than the non-named one. I I, I think that the 2 plus for the for the command point is just like in an army that is so small, so squishy when you actually get into him, that's mm-hmm. that's passing your that's passing your bravery when you need it, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Um Let's see, they got a banner guy. And the banner guy actually feels like a pretty classic banner guy. I mean, he's giving bravery buffs. And the banner is massive. I put the yeah, guy together and, and I was like, holy <laughs> space marine. Like, Yeah, it's like a whole two guys on top of the guy. Yeah. Um, and then he has his own sun metal weapon. There's, Yeah, he's just a banner guy. We don't have to worry about him too much. Yep. He has the totem keyword, which is kind of fun. You don't actually see that get thrown out. I mean... Every once in a while, there's something that cares about it, but not very often. All I can think of is corn. Really. Yeah, no, so I'm saying, like uh, there's something in the the idolaters that care about totems. I think. Really. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, they got the ballistas that we talked about earlier. It's uh, a 30 inch shot, um, three up, three up, ren minus two, d three. You get two shots or three if you didn't move. So that's kind of fun. Uh, um, they they do have the hawk, which 
lets yep. you add one to hit against somebody within 24, I believe. So that's uh, of a friendly Lumineth hero that's also within 24 of the Ballista. So you actually have quite a bit of range. Um, so gross. Yeah, I know. So um, jerky. To get plus one to hit. Uh, and I, but what's a little bit funky about that is you pick that at the start of the shooting phase. So if you have multiple ballistas, you have to pick all of your plus one to hit targets before any of them shoot, which is interesting. Um, I guess there's some strategy there. That's kind of fun. And then once per game, each ballista can do a blinding bolt, uh, for minus one to hit on the thing that it hits. It is nice that it's just hero. Cause then you can really start using, uh, the Fox, um, yeah. He, to start, he works perfect for that. To start throwing uh, marker lights on people. Uh, let's see. There's the Blade Lords. We touched upon them. Uh, the thing that jumps out at me, they have two different melee profiles, and basically one of them always hits, which is kind of <laughs> dope, and is, you know, minus two rend. And the other one uh, gets number of attacks equals equal to models within three inches of the unit, or of the model. Um, so it's either... Uh, Attacks that always hit wound on a two up and are minus two rend, or a million attacks that are like normal. Yeah. Um, Which man, in cool. the, I think I think they're a sleeper. I think they are like they're secretly super duper good, and like we're just distracted by all this other crap in this book. They're they're six inch move. Um, yeah. And if I, I I can't remember off the top of my head, but I re, I remember them being expensive. Um, oh, I bet they are. And uh, you know, bravery seven is cool, but they they definitely scream. We are we're gonna have trouble if anybody looks at us just a little bit too crossly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just like mm, yeah, they're dead. Um, they got the they got two new heroes: the lore seeker and the Caligrave. Um, and without going through everything about every single one of them. The cool thing about the Lore Seeker is he deep strikes on the first turn, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, if he controls the objective, he controls the objective. And it does not matter. Uh, it does not matter, right? Uh, is that right? Is that, I'm thinking of the Lore Seeker. Um, yeah, if you gain control of that objective and your opponent cannot... Your your opponent cannot gain control of that objective while it is within six inches of it. So yeah, as so, long as you're sitting within six inches of that objective, um, and remember there are three inch objectives, so you can do some really fucking that's weird true. stuff. What's crazy is this supersedes any of the uh, objective controlling rules for the mission. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's going to get fact. It's going to so get eroded. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. I mean, he's a very squishy hero. He has to be, he deep strikes on turn one. So there's no chance of like getting up next to him and like supporting him or holding him for like a critical bit at the end. But, uh, critical could be critical early scoring. Um, but but he, he is, he's definitely like a a trade-off for, you know, either late game prominence or early game prominence. Yeah, um, and I'm back and forth on him. On honestly, like even as as like cool as he he sounds, and as much as everybody loves him, I'm kind of actually more interested in the one you're going to talk about next. The the Caligrave. Yeah, uh, I feel like you can do really weird mind tricks with this guy. Yeah, his big thing. Um, once per battle, you can pick 
a spot on the on the board, and the later in the battle it goes, the better a chance that you have of of making it happen. Um, it, right, it's a five up plus the battle round, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and then uh, don't take battle shock tests for Lumineth Realm Lords wholly within nine of the point, and you, they get plus one to cast a spell and unbind, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and. And then his magic spell is really interesting as well. Yeah, so you can you cast it on an enemy hero, right? And it can either do D3 mortal wounds now, or it can do D6 mortal wounds the next time you cast it. And this becomes like a little tiny mind game that you can play with your opponent, right? Um, and this this would be the thing in a in a in an army that like has tons of casts and like mm-hmm. a couple of those, especially if you're not using techless are going to be what like, um, really, uh, lifts you up in the game. Sure. Right? Um, so the, the mind trick here is do I, do I let him possibly throw the D three mortal wounds at me and survive? Mm-hmm. Or is he going to wait next turn throw D six at me? Now, arguably, if you roll d sixes like I do, that enemy is going to survive. And you definitely want to have done two d three instead. <laughs> yeah, um, but either way, it's 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 an interesting idea that I can see um, really messing with an opponent's plan. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. They got they got these twins. Uh, it's the, the one person, it's the, it's the two guys in pajamas and one of them's on each other's shoulders. Yep. Um, Pantaloons. Yeah. I didn't, they didn't seem that exciting to me. So we're just going to gloss over them. The cool thing, they can be allied into any order army. So, uh, you know, if you have an order army, check these guys out. They might actually, they might be useful for your, for your, uh, use case. Uh, they, they can teleport, but they have like such a convoluted rule for that teleport that we don't need to get into it. There we go. We'll just like not it, spend time on that. I'm I'm with you. They the only thing that looks cool about them is like I think they have an owl and I like owls. That's cool. I like owls. So that's cool. Yeah. Um and then we get into the uh Huruken. Um, Huruken. The units uh we got the wind mage. Uh wind mage is pretty dope. I mean, he's a wizard. He flies uh he you know, he's a five wound elf wizard with a shitty save. Um, but he's plus one to save from missile attacks, which is great. Um, and he bounces them back on a six. It looks like, did yep. I get that right? Yeah. Um, it's a pretty short range, but that's kind of cool. Um, he's got a 16 inch move. So this is, again, we were talking about earlier about how he's going to be a danger close. He wants to be a danger close wizard. Um, because all of his, all those cool spells had really short range. Yep. Um, and then if he, um, if a wind chargers unit starts, uh, a move wholly within six of him, they get basically an extra two inches and can fly. And, and that could be good or bad for you. <laughs> um, if you're in forests, you probably don't want the wind mage right next to them. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but the, the, that's such a weird rule and it actually kind of vexes me cause it's only adding two inches to the movement of yeah. the wind chargers, um, which I don't. I mean, I guess that puts them to a full twenty-inch potential move if they're going to like pile into a yeah, uh, combat. Yeah, like it, it takes them from fourteen inches to sixteen inches. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. 
Um, yeah. And the other thing, and we'll talk about them in a second. His signature spell is boring. It does D3 mortal wounds at a very, it, very short range. Um, for but again, five. It's, yeah, that's not bad. Um, but again, he is the only guy outside of Techlist that can get that teleport spell uh, or any of the cool spells we were talking about earlier. That one that blocks um, command abilities. He's the only guy that can do it. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of cool, and he's riding around on a cool flying Nimbus. So. Yeah, he's he's Goku. Yeah, um, I, I got still gotta I gotta find a head that looks like Goku, a Goku. Oh, head. that'd be fun. Because my <laughs> first one's a ninja, so he looks like uh he looks like a Naruto guy. Nice. But I gotta get a Goku. <laughs> I think I think the best way to use it. these guys is gonna be in pairs too. To be honest. Yeah, just yeah. because you you just need to have those. Uh, well, because. If you are banking on their um, on their like on those spells, you need to make sure they're still on the board. Yeah, and they're going to go real quick. Um, even yeah. if you garrison them, what that just gives them a four and up save. Yeah, yeah, and they need to be the places to to be doing those short range spells. Yeah. Um, now you know you take them in that uh, battalion we were talking about earlier. They always get the six inch pile in. They can pile. They like if they don't get hit first, they can pile out of combat basically. Yep, that's and pretty cool. They are they are kind of tailor built for that too because they have a range three weapon, which yeah. means they can actually do some damage and like a lot kind of, of skirt cool around range in three combat. weapons from these guys for from that same thing. It hurts me so cool. Uh, the wind chargers; these are the kangaroo riders. Um, yeah, they're pretty dope. Uh, their bow is twelve inch bow, um, two attacks, three up, three up, minus one rend, one damage. That's okay. Yep, not bad. Um, the cool thing is they use their bow in combat, which as is a melee awesome. weapon as well. Um, three inch uh, range, one attack, three up, three up, minus two rend because it's a short range. Um, you don't get cover uh, from the bow, so that's a potential minus one. I mean, you know, minus one rend uh, buff sometimes. Yep. Um, and they can uh, move over terrain as if they weren't there. Uh, so that's a little bit funky um with the fly thing like it's kind of like why do we why do we need this buff we are already moving up i mean i know moving over models is not the same as moving over terrain yeah um but a lot of times what you're using fly for is to move over some terrain you didn't want to deal with but um but what i can see these guys doing uh i guess if you have the 16 inch move is just mm-hmm. jump over a front line a whole screen even like the the heavy hitters that are behind that screen and hit that one unit that's going to be buffing them like an adjutant yeah, yeah. Um, no, exactly or uh, or the some sneaky snufflers or something yeah and and they will they will eat them alive in combat uh especially if they have you know two attacks each um 10 attacks threes and threes minus two run so I was thinking about that since you talked about it earlier. I think they only get the plus one attack to the missile profile of the weapon. But that might be something. But you're right. They do have the same. They both have the same name. So so what you want to be doing, I, I believe, with these guys, because you can shoot in combat, is get in, toe in, just to where like one or two people can actually pile in and hit you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're going to want to choose your charges. This right. is going to be the most finesse. I was just talking about how Slanesh is finesse. This yeah. is the king of finesse. If you're going to run Harugan, yeah. um, I, I don't think many people are going to be able to pull it off. 
I'm going to try and buy all the models and then they're going to sit on the shelf because I can't pull it off. I know that's gotcha. going to happen, <laughs> but they're, um, <clears throat> but, but basically try and use that six inch pile away to stay in combat, minimize your attacks, yep. uh, attacks against you. And then on like, cause three attacks each that's 15 attacks all of a sudden. Yep. And, uh, once we get back to your shooting phase, and putting them in, putting them so you've only got one model tapping, and then somebody has to get in directly flows into foxes. Foxes are what will actually make all of this work together. Um, sure. So if you if you're comboing them with Severeth, I think that's that maybe also be one of the reasons why we've been not thinking very highly of Severeth. Um, so yep. for everybody listening, uh, our friend Kyle, um, has been playing these guys that we played Severith earlier today. We talked about it even, you might've heard about it earlier in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, so Severith is the named wind spirit guy and there's an unnamed one who's about 50 points cheaper. Um, he seems pretty good too. Yep. Uh, and I mean, this guy is the absolute utility piece, um, he is my favorite rule set so in the game so far. Uh, he's 24-inch move. Uh, he <sighs> flies. 10 wounds, 5-up save, 5-up shrug. Um, let's see what else. Uh, enemies can only pile in 1 inch to him. That's all the time. Yeah. Um, if he charged on a 3-up, he does mortal wounds and is minus 1 to hit. He's got a five plus shrug on top of a five plus save, so right. pretty much just a five five up shrug. Right. He's um, got um, in at the end of every shooting phase, he can move another twelve inches, um, and can uh, retreat as a part of that, and is also allowed to retreat and charge. So he can effectively uh, move, shoot, uh, r- charge, retreat, shoot, charge again. Yep. Like, uh, do all the things. Um, he gets healed if there's, if there's wind mages uh, nearby. Um, if he passes over a unit, um, he does D3 mortal wounds on a three up. Um, and then, and, um, at the start of the charge phase, he can attempt to turn off, um, an an enemy's faction terrain. If he's within an inch of it, uh, on a two up. Yeah. Um, and so the, the, the one rule that I think a lot of people have glossed over is that not only um, at, uh, so so the living cyclone rule is you know it's uh, each enemy unit within three inches on a three and up they take a mortal wound but the second part of that is that um, it subtracts one from their hit rolls right. so um, that means that you can you can take one of the hurakan Wind chargers um, have them hit a unit that Severeth is going to jump into. Right. Have them now be minus one to hit. There are other ways to get more minus one to hits on top of sure. that. They can burn aether aether quartz to and get plus the, one to their save. They can get plus one to save. Yeah. And then you know throw a command point. And they're rerolling ones to that. So there's a lot more survivability in those, which sure. my initial reaction was, mm, these guys are going to die to a stiff breeze. Yeah. Um, and they definitely can die to a stiff breeze. Oh, yeah. On, you know, for sure. Um, one thing that I think uh, this conversation has made me think of is they definitely, like, 
this guy is dope. And he, but he is also 300 points. He's an investment. Yeah. And um, from what I've seen, you know, sort of by himself, you could count on him doing 2d3 damage a turn. My turn and your turn. So 4d3 damage per per phase, right, or per per battle round, which is not bad, but it's you'd expect more out of a 300-piece model, 300-point model. So um, I, I agree. I, I, I do honestly agree that you expect more for a 300-point model. Um, the fact that he can um, bounce right back to where he needs to be healed and still have damage come out um, from shooting. Sure. Um, I think makes him a little bit more of a utility piece and probably a little bit more survivable if used like expertly. Like I think, yeah. the, I mean, certainly because it's a utility piece, his value is directly tied to the skill of the player. Yeah. And, um, in, in the, uh, in all honesty, like Severoth is great. Um, but I think he only works best when he's paired with another, uh, spirit of the wind. Um, because those two, like the Spirit of the Wind has that minus one debuff as well. And so you can you can bounce them around and actually have more than one point of, you know, debuff and attack. And um, I don't, I'm not sure that they would combo because they're both the same, the, the ability is the same name and you can't be affected by the same ability twice. Oh, no, no, no. What, so I, I think... The the other part of this character's like utility is the speed. Like they can be anywhere on the board, so they don't necessarily need to be hitting each other. What they should be doing, in my opinion, oh, is is supporting some other combats with a minus one to hit debuff in tactical locations. uh, I I see this. I see these models like these two models. um, Not necessarily like uh, so many times we think of like um, of models as like here is the basis for the stand that I'm going to have in this particular turn. Here's the Mm -hmm. phase where I want that, you know, to, this is the rock that I'm placing right here and you either have to break it or I'm going to outlast you and that's going to go in and cause damage. I think these are um, the, the opposite of that. These are the, your units are going some, your, your other units are going to be those rocks. It's not like a big monster. These are the units that uh, these are the units that are like, okay. So in my turn and the coming player's turn, um, I know that these are probably going to be in trouble. These two units in the context yeah. of using two of the spirits sure. of the winds. So these two would just bounce up, do the dirty work bounce right back out to where they need to be. Maybe it's another unit after that. Maybe it's um, maybe sure. it's the center of board. Maybe it's the objective. But they're they're literally just chaos. <laughs> like yeah, that's yeah. what they, that's how they should be played. Well, like a pinball on the on the field, what, but as a support well, role. Yeah. So what was what was interesting to me because the initial thing you think of somebody that fast is amazing for bullying objectives. Yeah. Right. Um, but, but you never want they, them stuck there. No, exactly. And, it, and because they're so squishy, um, they're very easy to bully right back yeah. off objectives. You know, like, yeah, they might snag it if you left it open. But if you have a guy who can get back there, he has no choice. Like, he'll either die to your 10 Soros Warriors or he will leave. So, 
So that's where that's where the I think the beauty of that whole temple comes together, right? So yeah. if you're using the wind mage, you teleport some Alarith stone horns all the way on the other side of the board where that objective is. Bounce your spirit of the wind up mm-hmm. there, right? Um, mm-hmm. Help them with the debuff. They'll be able to put. Okay, so your your opponent will be pushed off of the objective using the Alarith stone guard, mm-hmm. and they'll be minus one to hit, right? Yeah. Um, which means you On can clear. You can yeah. <laughs> you can you can clear objectives um, by merely teleporting other people over and having that bounce to that one point and say this objective needs to be cleared. The great thing about it is because of the speed of these guys, these can be objectives that people thought were, or people would normally say, that's okay. I can put a full unit of uh, 20-saurus warriors here, and they'll be fine. Um, whereas, like, your your warriors outlasted, right? Uh, my my 20-units of war... My 20-saurus my, my warriors were never contested. Um, but, yeah, my, my 10 Saurus warriors outlasted uh, a Severith charge. Yeah, uh, two, so two turns of of getting shot at and fighting Severith. Yeah, so like Severith would never want to be there. That's Severith's the guy that says no. You can't like you can't hurt these stone horn or stone guard. Yeah, like they're they're gonna sit here and they're gonna throw the attacks. Like another perfect combo would be those uh, the blade uh, blade lords. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I can see them just being like people thinking that you're going to suicide a unit in because right. you teleport then, them in the hero phase. Right. And then boom, here's your debuff. You're not going to be hitting them hard. Um, you know, they're actually going to be fine. Shots. And Severith yeah. is almost certainly is, is very unlikely to even get touched Yeah, because he did the charge anyway. So he's like, even without the battalion, he's got a six inch flowy. Yeah. And all he has to do is just, you know, roll a three <laughs> or right. higher. Um, and you say it like it's so easy. <laughs> I hey, as somebody who's played Durthu a lot, yeah. Um, like that—that's why I, I think two of them are great because it gives you those pushes and it makes the elite army um, work on its own. I think one of the one of the things that the original book had was like all of these units by themselves are pretty good, but. Yeah. They, they aren't they don't feel like they can overwhelm something they need just one more piece and i think this spirit is that piece that can like if if those war if the um if those swords source knights mm-hmm. um had been hit with that debuff on the charge against like say teclas or the spear guys or not the archers. The archers are just going to die. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like then they would, then they would have a very good chance of replying and saying, "Well, sorry, yeah. now you're dead." Like that was a good no, try. Absolutely. And yeah, then yeah. he goes off to the next thing. Um, I just think it's it's the coolest rule set that has so much potential. Oh, absolutely. It's very mess everybody up. It's it's got a uh, and again, I think it, yeah, it'll be. Um, so uh, real quick to talk about a list that is maybe is something that you could do now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we spent a lot of time talking about the Haruken guys, Haruken. but this is one uh, Jack uh, is going to a tournament this weekend and sent me his uh, uh, Lumineth list. Um, 
So it's uh, Calthalar and the Caligrave and Severith. Ooh. I know. Um, and then for Battleline, he's got uh, 40 um, of the archers in two units of 20 and 20 of the uh, spearmen in units of 10. And then he's okay. got four, four ballistas. Because um, I think you know where we're going with this because he's got the battery. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, – so it's – I think this whole thing is a three drop because it's two battalions – and Severith. That's that's man. I his battle scribe was saying it was invalid, so I don't know about that. Or not battle scribe, his ace deer was saying it's invalid. <laughs> I wanna I wanna see um I wanna I wanna see that. I need a play by play of that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And like uh I, I threw it out there as something kind of funny because like obviously we're not I, I wasn't the person who made this list. I don't know what I was what Jack is thinking. Um, it does feel like a pretty jack list, you know, mm-hmm. just overwhelm them with shooting. We've got these cool ballistas. We've got a bunch of these archers. Uh, and then you have Severith as the sort of mobile unit to get out there and harass. I think he's going to find, as we've been talking, that uh, Severith unsupported is not the harassment unit that uh, that he maybe initially looks like. Yeah. Right. And it's it's kind of funny hearing that list because um, uh, most of Jack's lists that I've gone up against are very mobile, but that just has one yeah. real strong mobile piece. Um, and then, and everything else is just marching on foot, right? I mean, those. Um, I I'm also worried that he's not going to be able to screen those archers. I mean, he's an amazing player. He'll find a way. That's true, and absolutely, and uh, you know, it'll be. Well, we'll have to ask him. Maybe we'll have him on the next episode, and he can tell us all about it, or or maybe we'll yeah. just we'll just ask him about it and then tell you about it. <laughs> I'm I'm actually looking forward to um to that invitational and going hopefully getting paired with Techless, so I can just like finally get that feeling. See what the, the see what it's all big about. Big old jerk. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Man, so no, I really want to hear what, what, how that battle goes, or yeah. how that how that whole tournament goes for him. Well, uh, I'll I'll follow up on it and and hopefully have some uh, some answers for next time. Um, and then our our uh, this is a segue. Our final book, and we're just gonna do this real quickly because I think there's this book is a little bit all over the place. Um, is uh, Broken Realms Bellicor. <laughs> yeah. I think. Uh, Obviously, the big thing is Bellicor, right? Uh, he looks cool. He looks uh, – all of his abilities are, like, exactly the same. Um, Which I didn't right? get even when you explained they, it to me. No, they rewrote it, and it. Uh, I can see why you wouldn't – why you like, it's – they rewrote it, and it was confusing last time, and it's confusing this time, but it's they're, they're confusing in different ways. But it's functionally the same ability. Uh, he's yeah. got that same, uh, if someone feels a battle shock near him, he gets to heal. He ignores uh, save modifiers. He's got exactly the same spell he used to have. Um, they beefed up his wounds, which is cool. Super like, needed. Yep. Um, and then they gave him, uh, you know, a bunch of two damage weapons with a bunch of attacks. So um, hopefully, you know, he'll be, um, and he also got expense, got more expensive by like 140, 160 points. So um he he's got now, a bigger base too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's I think he's he's got to be on a you know, Lord of Change 
bloodthirster base at mm. least. Um, but he looks like a big beefcake and I'm sure, uh, he'll be great. Um, and he's got his own, uh, his own legion now, which is cool. Um, it, it's a little bit funny cause there's no real mixed demon army. Like in 40 K there's demons of chaos, which is like a mixed demon faction that half-assedly supports all of the different sort of well, sub-factions. Apparently it just turns into Slanesh. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it, he didn't, he did have like a trial run at this in wrath of the ever chosen. And that yeah. was a severely disappointing trial run from what I remember of the rules. But this um, one sounds, this one sounds pretty cool. So it can include any uh, chaos or it can include chaos and demon keywords, which is like, that's a lot of stuff. There's yeah. a lot of stuff with the chaos keyword. Oh, and I guess it has to have chaos and demon. All right, fine. Which <laughs> really there's pulling. still a lot of that. <laughs> so um, um, I feel like there's a bunch of weird old Forge World crap that we could like, we could bring into this list and have it be part. Of, I don't know. Well, I mean, but if you think about it this way, you can throw you could throw Skyfires in there. I don't think yeah. a lot of people have realized that. Like you can just. And anyway, uh, so it's Bellicor and a bunch of demons. Uh, you can reroll hits for attacks uh, made by Bellicor while he's within uh, one of uh, a unit of demons. Uh, Bloodletters, horrors, plague bearers, and demonettes uh, within 18 inches. That's cool. Um, I'm sure he doesn't need that kind of extra juice. Um, he can shrug uh, on a four up. Um, uh, to uh, any a nearby demon unit of those same varieties. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, at the end of the battle shock phase, uh, you can return D3. Uh, on a three up, you can return D3 slain models to uh, any of those units. I think it's, uh, oh, for each. Yeah, so for each of the core battle line demon units, you can return D3 of them. Uh, you only get one pink horror, but like, you know, if you're bringing pink horrors, screw you anyway. Uh, hey, <laughs> my poor uh, pink horrors collecting dust on the shelf. Right? Yeah, no, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, they all get a six-up feel no or a shrug. No, yes, yeah, full on, full on shrug. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it seems like pretty much every turn you can summon a unit of core uh, demons. Yeah, uh, it's five horrors if I remember correctly, and then yep. ten of the ten of the others. Or six um, furies. Who would summon furies? If you had... I'm just saying. I, I don't know. But they, <laughs> they say you can. Furies are dope. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I've never used them. Uh, I'm, I'm the cool. weirdo that uses moves. Raptorix. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Raptorix got nothing. What's up with that? Poor, poor guys. I um three but yeah, three so, attacks of threes and threes, man. That's that's so, gold uh, <laughs> for beasts. That's gold uh, for a beast of chaos. At the end of your movement phase, pick a friendly uh hero in the army, uh roll three d6 on a ten plus. Uh you can summon a, a free unit uh within twelve of the hero, outside of nine of enemies. Uh, if it included a double, the hero suffers a mortal wound. If it included a triple, they suffer d3. Yeah. So, so But that's awesome. That's it, that's like it Super sounds cool. viable. Don't have to do a lot of thinking summoning. It sounds um, like a viable army, though. And that's that's the thing that I like about it. It doesn't sound like an amazing army, but yeah. it does sound like a mid-tier, I, if played well, I, army. I don't know what it is. 
um, I played 40k for a number of years, and I always hated how they treated um, the chaos factions as these sort of mixed mark. You never really got the benefits of any one particular god. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what it is about Age of Sigmar where we have all these great books for all of the different gods you might want to pray to. And all I want is that mixed bullshit chaos <laughs> the, um, to, be, to be a thing. Well, if I remember correctly, it was, uh, what was it? The third edition chaos space Marine book um, or just chaos book uh, where it would, you would just have the one profile of the demon. Oh yeah. And, they were whatever. Yeah. And corn and corn would get plus one strength and, you know, Nurgle would get plus one toughness, but the beauty of them actually like finally thinking about a chaos ascendant list or whatever it's mm-hmm. called, um, is that the individual role, war scrolls are so unique and so flavorful for each one of these units yeah. that it actually is enticing to play because they when you think about it, like who the hell would think that um, fighting against a full unit of plague bearers and a full unit of horrors would be easy? Like that sounds yeah. like one of the most terrifying things to take off the board. In, yeah, like that's a good point. Um, and and that's amazing. Like I would really love to see this on the board outside of corn. Like. I had I I I probably should just buy Bellacore because I was just already to going shot. to it anyways yeah. and just see how it works, right? Like I yeah. think it's I think it's it's gonna be one of those awesome little like tucked under the radar lists that like somebody'll show up and we'll be like, Oh shit, we have to fight all of this at once. Like um Nice. Um let, let's see, they got they got a few they got their own spell lore of one one spell uh decent enough decent yeah. enough um it, you pick a um you pick a unit holy within 12 of the caster and until the end of the round if they're if they're slain um they still get to fight yeah that's amazing so that's kind of cool throw um, that on some uh on some corn berserk or, or not yeah. corn berserk some uh, uh <laughs> oh some corn demons or throw that on plague bears after you've got the what is it the new Nurgle rules from like the Spoilpox Scrivener. Oh and yeah, like, absolutely. And all that shit is okay. There's this mix in. It's a very, uh, very free allegiance in that yeah, way. Uh, they got some command traits and some artifacts of power. Not going to go through them all. There's one. There's one that gives you uh, an extra plus one to that summoning roll. So that's kind of fun. Uh, yeah. Then there is uh, there's a night haunt subfaction which I'm not gonna lie I kind of glossed over because I was confused. I I can safely say that it takes like the it takes a lot of the 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 combinations of uh, things and makes it better. If I I only was able to see just a snippet of the rules, but mm-hmm. um, now that you can shrug wounds off of Lady O onto units around her it makes her like top choice um, okay that's cool so yeah so there's the emerald host which is lady o and then there's Rikenor's buddies condemned I, yeah i still haven't seen Rikenor's. um his is really long and i'm if i'm totally honest with you i got a little bored reading it yeah I mean, that's <laughs> a lot of 
for some reason that feels like a lot of night hunt scrolls. <laughs> um, uh, no, literally, I mean, just some of these rules. It's like, here, let me just, just, just for the sake of comedy, uh, you can reroll uh, hit rolls for attacks made by friendlies, Rikonor's con- condemned Chainrass Horde units, and Rikonor's condemned Gravewrath Stalkers units, while they're wholly within 15 inches of any friendly Rikonor's condemned Spirit Torment or Rikonor's condemned Chain Gas. Yeah, that that's that's. I like could not reading, tell you what that's just said. That's like that. That's like reading the Night Hunt book. <laughs> Going through, I don't know how Brendan took that book and like made amazing lists out of it because I have a hard time getting through it. That's, that's ex- a perfect example <laughs> of that book. Um, um, but but that, so it, it, it sounds like there's some cool stuff uh, in here. If you're a night hunt player, something yeah, about it, hex rates, something it, about uh, chain rasps, like those guys, you know, my like, advice from the rules that I've seen, if anybody wants to try it is use the lady O battalion and then use, um, See how see how many battalions you can fit in of the black coach and hex wraiths. Like that will that will steamroll and you'll have a survivable lady. Like that nice. is the only thing that I think um stops a lot of a lot of night hot uh players in their tracks is like you want to take Lady O. But yeah. everybody knows when she lifts the veil. She's an ugly ass bitch and she's going to mess your life up. So everybody goes after. Right. So being able to shrug the wounds makes her just. Yeah. And this is gross. Uh, Her battalion, basically, um, if you have a unit within three inches of her on a two up, you dump wounds to them instead. All all wounds are mortal wounds. Yeah. Um, Now, it says they cannot be negated, which is a little bit of a bummer. But it, um, it doesn't even it doesn't matter because you can just continually bring back units. Um, yeah. That's what makes it so good is Night Hunt will continually just spit out more ghosts. So all you have to do is just sit there and let your ghosts repopulate, nice. and Ladio will last for a long time. Um, I think Night Hunt low key got the biggest buff. Um, it looks like I mean they got the of of all the things in this book they got the crunchiest rules. Yeah, and they, they got the most of them, and and I'll be honest, they needed it. Um, they're they're down to like two builds. You're either using 400 chain rests, not actually. That doesn't sound very fun. It's the worst thing to play against. Um, or you're. I think going, I played uh, Dirk with that. He had something about like that. Yeah, it's just it's just a pain. It's a pain to watch them like painfully move them all and be like i'm going really fast and like in tournament settings it becomes like it's the it's the classic orc player uh 40k orc player problem sure um where like like you just cannot possibly move that many models fast enough to make this enjoyable yeah where where like they don't need the chain rest to be effective um they they had maybe a mono build uh, to be like mid to top level placement yeah. for an excellent player before. Now they actually have like good mid placement. Uh, I I think, in my opinion, uh, with like a a good player, and they actually they finally have rules that will back up some of the inherent problems uh, nice. with those two characters. Uh, Raikonoris, I don't know, but Ladios especially she's almost always an auto take for a night haunt player. Um, 
and That's awesome. she will always and now she's go like down. So much more survivable. Yeah, which is what she needed. At only eight wounds, she's uh, yeah. yeah. Seems very uh, very uh, squishy. Yeah. Um, moving on, Caradron Overlords got some extra triumphs. So this is stuff that they can spend their um, their uh, aether gold on. There was like a very slight nerf in the latest GHB to Caradron Overlords because we lost three triumphs there um and then they're giving us six new ones um they're very very specific um and for everyone who is already like oh my god ko's broken they don't need more rules stop giving them stuff um this is me i'm one yeah no uh, you're totally right um what this what these are all for is these are um triumphs specifically for the heroes um that give them some very niche um rules and uh and basically those heroes would never spend their aether gold uh right because the three the three um triumphs we got rid of in the in the ghb were uh auto pass a morale test use a command point uh without or like use a command ability without spending a command point and uh auto run six or re-roll to re-roll a charge i think i don't care um they're gone. We don't have to worry about them. But anyway, uh, got to beat those somebody the, with your wither stick, right? <laughs> yeah. But so those were the those like uh, using a command ability without a command point or passing someone's morale. Um, those are great for um, you know for the hero to be spending their uh, aether quartz on. Yeah. Right. Because you can only spend or aether gold. You can only spend one per phase. Right. So if if the Hero like and, and what the triumphs are now are reroll to hit, reroll to wound, reroll saves. Right? So every shooting phase someone should be spending one, and every fight phase someone should be spending one. Yeah. And if the hero is spending one of those two, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because there's gotta be something else in the board that deserves. Uh so these are some other things that those heroes could maybe spend their, their gold on, which uh for the most part is kind of flavorful. Um, and situational I don't think or just super situational. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so the chemist has two. um, the chemist has a buff that he can give to, um, a nearby unit to give them reroll ones to wound. Um, once per battle, uh, the chemist can use this ability and say it's overcharged and pick two units and, um, and he can actually use it, um, if in uh, in the uh, garrison for this one this one time, normally they both have to be outside of the boat to get the mm. buff. But this time he's allowed to use it in the buff in the boat as long as they're both in the same boat. Um, and then once per battle, he could use it uh, to um, to buff the boat instead, right? So he could use his uh, augmentation on the boat. Um, the navigator can re-roll uh, his attempt to dispel. Right? He's a he's an anti wizard. So uh, he could spend his to re-roll his uh, dispel or unbind roll. Like all navigators um, I've met before, just right anti wizards. Um, and then, or wizards. he could he could spend one if he's on a boat. He could spend one to add d6 inches to the movement characteristic of the boat, and it can re-roll run and charge rolls. Um, so that's yeah, kind that, of fun. Once once very per game, situational. get the boat to move a little bit extra. Yeah, I mean he's a situational character. Um, and then the Endron master, uh, 
there he has a command ability to get other Endrin riggers to heal a boat that they're next to. So you have three units that all have to be within three inches of each other at the hero phase for this to work, right? Already, this is a hard thing to pull off. Yeah. Um, but he can make them heal the boat on a four on a three up instead of a four up. That's um, always good. Uh, and then the the one which I think is super funny and is actually kind of uh, a fun uh, moment is he can try and blow the magazine. So if he's in a sky vessel. And the and the sky vessel is getting destroyed. Um, he can attempt to blow the magazine before he gets out. And uh, on a one, nothing happens. On a two to three, each enemy unit within one inch, within three inches of the sky vessel, take a mortal wound. On a four to five, uh, it's D three mortal wounds. On a six, it's D six mortal wounds. And then you roll to see if any of the garrison models uh, have a problem getting out. And then you set them up. So you have a chance to try and get yourself like, so this is for that moment where they've surrounded you. So you're, you're not going to be able to get your guys out. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> and, uh, and you have a, a really bullshit one, one shot to try and clear a few of them out to try and put your guys down. Uh, I don't know. It's again, very situational. It's a fun story moment uh, to try and get you out of uh, a very good tactic against Caradon overlords. I don't know. I mean, that sounds like that sounds like an ace in the hole. Uh, I've hey. I've wrapped you twice. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> I know one of them was on stream, so I yeah. can I can I can <laughs> prove it. And that would be that would have been the thing that would have completely stopped me from doing that. Um, well, in all you honesty, you say that except for that uh, only on a four up would I have the opportunity to do enough damage to remove enough models to then be able to play. You know. <laughs> A 50-50 chance is better than dead yeah, guys no, in the boat. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. No, and like I said, it is an ace in the hole, but it's also super duper risky. Uh, yeah. Let's see, they got a they got a battalion. We don't have to worry about that. It's it's not. We don't have to worry about it, guys. We we talked about this earlier, and I confused myself trying to rationalize how it would be used while Miles was saying no. It it doesn't like. It's it's totally fine. It's a battalion of an Endrin master uh, with the Ritual suit, which is that new guy uh, from the most recent box set, and two units of balloon guys, and they all get extra movement, and they give boats that they're near extra movement. Uh, but I just think all of those things move super fast anyway. Why do they need extra movement? And it doesn't make sense in the context of how you use it. Yeah, exactly. Uh Moving on, Seraphon got some bound versions of the Necroquake uh, endless spells, so that's kind of cool. I don't know. I I've never used a Soul Scream Bridge, but I've never seen an opponent use one where I was like, I bet I could use that against them by getting close to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what is the point of a bound Soul Scream Bridge? <laughs> I mean, if you're up against an army entirely made of dwarf thunderers, or not thunderers, hammerers. Hammer dudes. Yeah. Um, they can't maybe? go across your bridge that you cast. I mean, you know, Alaris Stoneguard are going to be mighty pissed just sitting there on the other side of the bridge if it's bound. And they're going to yeah. be like, hey, yo, what gives? That's what I'm saying, though. It's like it's your opponent's bridge. They chose where to set it up. I've never once had an opponent set up a bridge in a manner where I was like, oh, yeah, 
I can jump back through your bridge and really fuck your day up. Yeah. I, I still have not been, uh, been hit with one of those bridges. So like, it's all, it's all theory for me. There we go. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's a thunder lizard battalion, uh, two stegodons and a bastilodon seems, uh, seems decent enough. Uh, you know, whatever. I don't care. There's a zinch battalion. I didn't read. <laughs> it's all horrors. Like who, yeah. whoever brings that is already like in the, uh, in the change host, uh, or pocket. just, or just in the in the uh, disapproving scowl as they set up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spotted the table um, like, oh come on. But yeah, and that's pretty much it. There's uh, there were a couple of new fire slayers things which I took me by surprise, and honestly, I cannot tell any of the fire slayers apart. Like, this is the same problem I have with Night Hunt. I really should put more effort into reading these books before we do the podcast, probably. But uh, I mean, I've I've never read the fire slayers book. I just I, I see I see men in diapers, tiny tiny buff men in diapers waddling out of holes. Yeah, that's 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 all I've seen with uh, okay. fire slayers. Well, in that case, we'll end on this note. Uh, the the last thing in this book is the Lord Celestant Gardas Steel Soul with his Iron Man. Uh, Superhero, pose. superhero yep. landing, superhero lightning, superhero landing. Yep. Uh, what do you think of him? Did you look uh, at him? That war scroll was so long. Yeah, it, I'm um, a little intimidated by it. I, um, I, I really, really, really like the. Um, I like the uh, area effect shrug that he gives off. Um, yeah. I use that on my stormcast uh just using uh, I, my generic ultramarines version of um hammers of sigmar oh sure uh for for their artifact or i think it's their command trait um they have to they have the uh the bubble shrug uh but he gets it on a five and up and then gives everybody else around him a six and up which i think yeah. is great um other than that i, I don't i like to uh, when he kill, he's got an auto. Uh, when he ki- when he's killed on a two up, he can pile in an attack. I mean that's cool, but he's uh, he's just a Celestine, right? Yeah, I mean he's he's fine. I mean it could be good, you know, free attacks. Minus one, that- ran two damage. One damage. One damage. Oh, what a yeah. guy! But he, I mean he's got like six attacks. I'm sure it's okay. Yeah. Uh, does he does he uh, do any other buffs other than the? the uh, uh shrug that's the big one uh you can pick a hallowed knights oh well this is once per battle so already i didn't want to read it um see you should have <laughs> stopped after hallowed knights yeah yeah he is a hallowed knights only character so i don't know I, again i don't know enough about stormcast to decide if that's good or bad they're they're another one of the earlier incarnations of second edition rules that were just like here is some very niche niche uh, rules that you can probably get by allying something in and it will be better. Okay. Um, if I remember correctly, they also have the coolest artwork though um, for, oh, for their guys. And now they got the cool Iron Man superhero landing. Pose. It's an amazing model. And I just want to use him as a, a conversion for um, what's his name. The guy who gives the plus three uh, I- to charges. 
Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's cool. That guy's a dasshole. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, so much fun. I like his like little uh, cape with all the little hammer tassels that are flying in the air because he just landed so cool. That's that's all the uh, Celestins, too. If you look at the Celestin model, yeah. just the basic one, it's all just trails with hammers at the end. That's and he actually amazing. have rules for it so that when he spins around, he hits you with his hammers. Oh, his man. Cape. His, his, his cameras? seem to have anything. <laughs> cameras. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I really I, I like that they're pulling in heroes from different uh, chambers, but like I don't I don't. Well, I mean, we're gonna get a new Stormcast book in this summer, right? If there's a new edition, there's got to be a new Stormcast book. No Games Workshop. Do let them be just another another thing. No, they, man, they're the Space Marines. They got to get a new update every single time. And then sometimes when you didn't think they needed one, they're going to get an update. <laughs> it is the coolest thing. It is one of the coolest things Games Workshop has ever done is let these guys come into uh, the lore uh, for their new game. Let them start out being like, yeah, we've come back. We've taken you know all these realms. We're <laughs> establishing these... Um, you know, these strongholds and then have them slowly become less than human and slowly get killed off and slowly just become in more and more dire situations. It makes, it makes the, just one single like liberator seems so much more cooler just because of the lore of these guys are like at their end, have probably reincarnated like four times are barely sentient and hate life. And also yeah. they probably killed a bunch of people in that city back there because maybe they had some Nurgle in them and yeah. like, they are <laughs> not good. Uh, they're, they're not good guys. They're not bad guys. They're just guys that follow one God in an, in an entire setting of so many pantheons. And, Oh yeah. And I, I love it. It's no, it's I, I so that is good. the coolest thing that they like, they took them from being these like ultramarines, goody two shoes, and to making these like they have so much more depth and so much more interesting. I love the, whatever fraction Brendan plays. Uh, we're like they're trying to die as like as many times as oh. possible, so there's nothing of their soul left. Yeah, so they, they can just like you know, so they can just like flip off Nagash as they like die for the last time. They uh, <laughs> and and they they have the most or they had the most brutal rule where you could like uh, shoot in the hero phase. And not count as moving, and oh, ooh, that's right. that was yeah. so broken. Uh, he got me with that a couple times. Um, that's why I just stick with hammers to Sigmar, man. I'll play my <laughs> Ultramarines. Um, plus Vandis, man, just pump out the extra attacks. There you go. Killed Archaon with that shit. One turn. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> what can't kill Archaon these days? No. <laughs> I mean, not hammers of Sigmar. Yeah. Um. No, sounds good. But uh, so that is that's it. We got through the whole. We got through all our books. We we, we did it. Will eventually need to touch back on the Nurgle uh, from Teclas because that okay. was a game changing thing for Nurgle. But I also have a feeling that by the time we come back around to it, there's going to be a new Nurgle book. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully they just they deserve it. They really maybe, do. Maybe for two point oh. Or 3.0, whatever, whatever, I, whatever 0.0 we're on. Let's just stay in 2.0. Just update the books. I like the rules the way they are now. 
Leave uh, it now. I'm going to be an old man with gray hair before they change it to three. Come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> um, yeah, Nurgle, Nurgle got amazing buffs. But okay. all of the well, stuff I'm, that we... Yeah, I'm glad I didn't have to read those because I would not have any context for... <laughs> I, uh, but, yeah. So yeah, I, if you're I a really Nurgle like player it. and you were really hoping we'd go over that next time. Yeah, next time we'll next time we'll hit that, and I will tell you how Beasts of Chaos can be so broken now. Nice. And then obviously those two characters speak for themselves. Yeah. Um, the yeah. Sounds good. But I'm I'm well, excited for the next books. Give me more yeah, books. We got uh, what's coming up? We got uh, Lord uh, Soulblight Vampires. We got uh, they teased that guy. Kragnos? Yeah. What is he? Did, did we get more information on him? He's either he's either a reincarnated Orion, or he's okay. got to be a uh, he's he's got to be a beast of chaos. That's that's I'm, yeah, I'm just I, wish listing. It's either got to be beast of chaos. I saw him mentioned in a Warhammer community article. Oh, they said basically that Teclis. That's right. The two new Slanesh things, the twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and uh, Croak, the new Croak model, those are tied into Broken Realms, Kronos, whatever his name is. Oh, uh, Kragnos. Kragnos. Oh. Uh, so we'll those. That's probably coming down the pipe. We'll see how it goes. Give me a Lario. Uh, Give me a Broken Realms cool. Lario. Do it. <laughs> Kronothi. Now. Sounds good. We should probably probably call it for a podcast here. This has been uh has been a good one. Yeah. Hopefully this... hope hopefully you stuck it out this long. Hey, if you if if you you're still listening, comment uh I don't know. Uh comment something stupid like uh hollowed knights are the shit. Or or um Don't comment that. That's dumb. Or just just tell me why Slanesh is is still broken and it will never never do anything um (laughs) we'd love to hear it yeah we'd also um we'd also love to uh kind of foster some discussion on this stuff too um let us know if you want um like a a discord chat room or like a facebook uh facebook group up or something um it'd be awesome to honestly uh, hear what you guys would like to have us talk about and interact yeah. as well. That'd be good. We're we're running out of ideas. No, we're not actually running out of ideas. No, it'd be good so, to have so many. Good to have an ingest of ideas. It's always always good. Um, but yeah, let us know. Uh, and hey, thanks thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks guys. Um, we're always strike last. And do we have a, do we have a sign off line? I don't think we have a sign off line. Uh. Comment with our sign-off line. Yeah, yeah, give us that.